Okay, we're starting Daphne and Aleph. We'll start the second line from the top. So just a, a recap where we're up to is that the Kayin Gadol is in the middle of, is, is in, on Yom Kippur afternoon. The Kayin Gadol is, is saying, is, is up to his service. He's, he's, he's leaning from the Torah and he's, and he's davening and going through that whole process of what the Kayin Gadol did on, on Yom Kippur afternoon. The So he he read the whole entire Parsha Sachremis, which talks about the Avoida of Yom Kippur, and then he finished off with the Karbanis of Yom Kippur in Parsha's Emar, Va'ach Ba'asar. That's the, that's the Parsha in Emar. So the Gemara asked the question, Ramini, Midalgim Benavi Midalgim So there's a concept of when you're when you're reading in, in Navi, when we're in the middle of a Haftarah, you can skip from one piece of Haftarah to another. We see in multiple Haftarahs that we have this, is that that it jumps around and it jumps around in the Navi, and it does, it's not straight. It's rather it's taking different pieces of the Navi, but it's not it's not consecutive of of the discussion that's in, that's written in the Navi. However, in the Torah, we're not allowed to do that. We can't jump around. So Amar Kasha Kan so in the the way they used to have it was that there was that people didn't understand the Lashon Kodesh that was being read, and they had someone explaining every pasuk, every pasuk that the that the Balkari read. Then someone was explaining it. So in that amount of time that it's being explained, that that pasuk is being explained, that amount of skip is allowed to happen. So if it's gonna, but it can't be that there's going to be a pause after the after the the person explained the pasuk before the balkari continues reading the next pasuk. So that amount of skip would be allowed to happen even in the Torah. So the Gemara says, "Vahala katani midalgim navi Exactly on that quote is what we said that you could skip in the navi, but you cannot do that in the Torah. You cannot do that. So only that amount is allowed to be skipped in the Navi, but when it comes to the Torah, you can't, cannot do that. You can't do anything, you can't do any skip when it comes to the Torah. When it's one concept, then, you could, then you're allowed to skip in the Torah, but if bringing up a new idea that you would not be allowed to do when it's in the Torah. The Hatanya, so the Gemara asks on that, on that response, so the so it's the Vatanya to know the Gemara now is bringing a riot to this and saying yes that's that's indeed that is the that is the true shot that if it's one if it's one concept that's when you're allowed to skip in in the Torah you're allowed to skip as long as it's not going to take a break but in the Navi you can even go to another another concept you can bring up another discussion when it comes to Navi. So now the Gemara is just telling you just, uh, just uh, this price is finishing and saying just a, a concept to know in, when it comes to the Sefer of Trey Asar, Medalgin, then you can skip as much as you want. And we, we do have some Aftaras, I think it's um, by, by Shabbat Shuva, is that, that we have in, from Trey Asar and, we, and we're able to jump around. We jump around multiple times in, in the same Aftara and, that, and that's okay. However, this is a halacha that, that is paskin, is that you should not jump you should, when you're going, when you're skipping around in the haftarah, then you should not go backwards in the sefer. You shouldn't take, take one piece and go to an earlier parak in the same sefer. And it's a, one of these questions that there is a minig, I think it's um, 
I think it's either Shabbos Shkolem or Shabbos Zacher, is that we actually do do, do that. And some people have a meaning not to do it because of the salacha, but rather, but we happens to be we do we do we do jump backwards. I remember discussing this with Yossi Frankis. He was asking me by Hashkama what he should do, and I said uh, our our shul's meaning is that we do go backwards, contrary to the salacha for some reason. Then he takes the sefer Torah and he holds it. He holds it against his chest. So now, now he was going to the next next piece that he's about to say is the Karbanis and Parshas Penchas. So that he rolls up the Sefer he holds it against the chest, and he says the next piece by heart. So the Gemara questions, he says, So the next piece in Sefer Midbar that he reads by heart. So, so the Gemara asks a question, so why can't he roll the Sefer Torah? We do these kinds of things all the time. We roll the Sefer Torah. Why can't he just roll the Sefer Torah? Amr of Huna by Yehuda, Amr of Sheshes, Lefisha Ingel, and Sefer Torah B'Tzibur. We don't, we're not, it's, it's a concept of Tircha D'Tzibur. It's going to waste the, it's going to waste everyone's time. We don't do that while everyone's waiting. We do, we roll the Sefer Torah before davening. We don't do it in the middle of davening. So, so we're in the base of Migdash where they surely had multiple Sefer Why can't they have a second Sefer Bring a second Sefer for the Haftar, for, for Maftir, the way, the way we do it. They were concerned that people are going to say that the first Sefer there was an issue with the first Sefer Why do you have to bring a second Sefer then obviously there was something wrong with the first one that we had to bring a second one. People are not going to make this cheshben is that we were trying to save people's time. So he says, so Rish Lakish says, well, there's another reason as well. It's not only because, because of that, that people are going to say that there was a problem with the first Sefer Torah, but there's also an issue is that, is that, that, now that now that they're going to have to take out a second Sefer Torah, now the, now the Kain Gadol has to make another bracha, and technically this is an extra bracha, he doesn't have to make this bracha, it doesn't have to be a, a new aliyah. He would be able to just continue if he was in the safe, same Sefer Torah, it would be a continuation of, the, of that first aliyah. So now the Gemara asks, he says, Since when do we have this concern about that where someone's going to say the first Sefer Torah is not good? It says, we never have that issue in Shul. So when you have the Shabbos that falls out, that's Rishchidosh Teves, and it happens to be it's Chanukah as well. So you have, you have the Parsha of the week, and then you have Rishchidosh, and you have, you have the laning of Chanukah. Maybe Shalish Teves, Vikare, you, you take out three Sifrei Teres, and you read from each one. From that purpose, first you read for the Parsha, then you read Rishchidosh, and then you read from Parsha's Nasei, from the, the Nasiim. So the Gemara responds and says, by us, the reason why we're not concerned about it is, when it's three different people getting an Aliyah, on each, each one's getting on their, their Sefer Teres, that's not a concern, that's not going to look wrong. Chad Gavra, but however, on Yom Kippur, the only person that got all the aliyahs was the Kain Gadol, got everything, so that's where there's going to be a concern. So that's Chad Gavra, betray Sifri, Ikapagma. That's why there's a concern that people are going to say the first one wasn't good. Why, on the same person, why do you have to take out a second Sefer Torah? And that's why we have this concern. So therefore, the, the Kain Gadol read the rest of it, and he, he said the rest of it by heart. While he's say after after he finishes laning and part of part of his is while while he's doing this and he makes eight brachas, and 
the Mishnah went through went through the list of it, and we're going to go through it again now. Tanar Abanu Mivarchan Al First, he says, first he says the brachis on on Asher Bachar Banu, the regular, and Ashanasalanu Teira as the way we make a bracha on on a on a regular aliyah. Kedarsh Mivarchan Beisek Nasas. Vala Avida. Then he says Ritzei. Vala Haida. And he says Maidim. Val Mechilas Avain Kitiknon. Is then he says Mechilas Avon, which Rashi explained explained in the Mishnah that that's the that's the bracha of the the long bracha that we have during on on Yantif, and because we finish off on on Yom Kippur, it finishes off on Meichel Meichel It's it's the it's the atabekhartanu because it says it finishes off melch meichel vaseleach laveni seinu is that's that's the way it concludes and so that's what it's called it's referred to now as mechil zavain is and then he says that he had a, se- a separate bracha ala mikdash there was a, a special for the base of mikdash there was a bracha val kehanim b'fnei atzman and then there was a bracha special for kehanim al yisrael b'fnei atzman the kain gadol said a bracha for all of klal yisrael val yerushalayim b'fnei atzman then there was another specific bracha for yerushalayim. And then he said the rest of the avening. What, what, what was he doing? What was he saying the rest of the avening? What was, what's, that, what's that that he said? He said, He had a praise. He had, first he said uh, some kind of, some kind of, um, is that, uh, not a lament. It's a, it's more of a, I'm not sure what the right right English word for for trina. Then rina is a song about kasha. Then is, then there is a request. What? Supplication. Supplication. Okay. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how that's different. Sha'amchi Yisrael tzrichin livasha is that Klal Yisrael needs needs help and Klal Yisrael needs hope. V'chaisim b'shemei atfila and he finishes off Baruch Ata Hashem shemei atfila. Mikam ve'elach kol echav ve'echad maybe sefer teirim misteich beisai. So it sounds like that there were a lot of people that brought Sefer Torah from their houses. It was surely that the Kain Gadol brought a, a Sefer Torah from his house, and the Kairi and they and they read read from that Sefer Torah. That people brought Sefer Torah from their house, and they and they and they sat and learned on on Yom Kippur until until the end of till the end of the day until Shkia. The Kolkach Lama. Why were they bringing their own Sefer Torah? Their personal Sefer Torahs. To show the beauty of a Sefer Torah, people walking through the streets with a Sefer Torah. So a, the question Rashi addresses is that it was Yom Kippur. How are they carrying him in all the streets? So Rashi says two Tirutzim. He says, he, say, he says either is that because Yerushalayim was a walled city and it's considered that it was all in, in, Rishos, in Rishos HaYachid. He says, or that there was in the concept that Yerushalayim did not require, or sorry, that, uh, that Yom Kippur had the same halachas as following the opinion that Yom Kippur has the same halachas as Yantif, and they were allowed to carry, and, and they were allowed to carry. So there was a possibility that that's, because there's machlekes about Yom Kippur, is to follow the halachas of Shabbos, or is to follow the halachas of Yantif, and he says maybe that they follow the opinion of that it was, that it was similar to Yantif, and that would be different than the way we, than we have it. We, we follow that it's the same, same halachas as Shabbos, is that we, we don't carry on, on Yom Kippur. Next Mishnah, Parshas Hamelech. So very similar to the to the discussion that the Kain Gadol had is now that there was a there was a time on Matzah which we're we're going to go through it exactly is Parshas Hamelech Ketzas. So the Kain Gadol this, now is the now we're switching over to the king. The king read Hakel 
and with all of Klal Yisrael. So when did that happen? Ketzad, Matzah Yantif Harishain, the end of the first days of Sukkot. So after the first day of Sukkot, Shalchag Bishmini on the eighth year, B'Maitzai Shviyas, at the conclusion of Shemitah. So it would be this coming, like for example, it would be this coming Sukkot, it would be the end of the first day, the end of the first day of Sukkot, Eisenle Bima Shal They made him a platform of wood, Ba'azarov, who Yeshiv and he would sit on that, on, on that on that platform, the king, the melech was the only one that was allowed to sit. Shanamra Miket Sheva Shanim Mayed is that the pasuk says, and it's is worth spelling out the whole pasuk. We'll see. We'll see later. The Gemara is going to go through it. Is that is pasuk says Miket Sheva Shanim the end of the seven uh, the seven years and the conclusion of the seven years. But Mayed on the holiday of Shnasa Shmita concluding of Shemitah, B'chag is on the, on the Yontav Sukkot. It's very, very detailed exactly when they, when they did this. Is then the Chazan HaKnesses, Neitel Sefeter, the, the person in charge of the shul, the, the Shamish of the shul, he would he would take out the sefetera and he would take it take it out of the, out of where where they kept the sefetera. Vinaisnal and he gave it to the head of the shul, the the shul of the of the base amigdash. the reisha knesses the head of the shul gives it to the skan kaingadol gives it to the to the second kaingadol the the pinch hitter kaingadol. Vaskan Naisnal Kaingadol and this and that and that person, that that Skan Kaingadol, the assistant Kaingadol, gives it over to the Kaingadol himself. The Kaingadol and Aisal Melech and the and the Kaingadol hands it to the Melch, he gives it to the to the king himself. Vamelch Aimed Makabal, he stands and he accepts the Sevatera, Vikaire, and he reads Vikaire Yeshev. And now he he can sit down and he and he reads the Sevatera, he was allowed to read Read the Sefer while he was sitting. It was um, he because he's the king. He's allowed to sit in the ba- in the base of Migdash. Agrippas Hamelach, Agrippas Hamelach was the last king. Rashi says it was the he was the final king of the Zmachlekes. If he was the final king or the second to last king during the time of the uh, during the second base of Migdash, he was a grandson of Hordus, and Hordus is Hordus's child married married a Jewish person, and. And they and he was he was a child of that of that marriage. So his mother was Jewish, his father was not Jewish, and he and he became Hordus appointed him to be the king, the the king, and he was he was there he was the king during the destruction of the base of Migdash. So when he when he was the when he was the king and it was the end of, the end of Shemitah and he came to Hakel, Agrippa Zamelch Ahmad Vikibel Vikara Oimid. And he so he he accepted the Sefer Torah and he stood while he was reading the Sefer Torah. He didn't want to sit sit down in the base of Migdash. The Chachamim praised him because they, he recognized that he wasn't fully eligible to be the king and he was only appointed to be the king, but he wasn't a fully, a fully el- eligible to be the king. So therefore, that's why he didn't sit. He wasn't from Malchus based David. The only ones that are allowed to sit are the children, the descendants of David. So he read the whole Sefer, Sefer Dvarim, and he gets up to the Pasuk about appointing a king, and the Pasuk says very clearly, it should not have, it should not have a foreigner being the king. Someone that, someone that they're, that, that's a, a ger should not, should not become a king. Zogu of Demais, he started crying. Amrulai, so the Chachamim, that they just praised him for standing in the, in the base of Megdash, now they start, now they start calming him down. He's, and they say to him, "Aptis yare Agrippus, don't don't be scared. Achinu ata, achinu ata. You're our brother. 
v'kairim etchilas ela advarim, and the and the the melech he reads from the beginning of the sefer advarim at shema, shema v'hayim shemaya. He reads all those parshas, and technically he's reading he's reading the whole sefer. We just we're just spelling out some of the highlights of sefer advarim, and then he reads aser to aser kisachal aser uparshas hamelech. Ubrachas and Klolis, and he goes he goes through the whole sefer from beginning to end of Achigamer Kala Parsha, and he concludes the entire sefer Dvarim. Brachas Shekayin Gadol Mavarech, the same brachas that we just explained a moment ago that that the Kayin Gadol says on that the Kayin Gadol says on Yim Kippur Mavarech Eisan Hamelach, the king makes those same brachas while while he at Hakel. Where we explained in Atta Brachatana, we called it the Bracha Mechilas Oven because he finishes off Melch Mechel Vaseleach. Because on Yantif, we finish off um, that, uh, that, that praising the, the Mayadim and Mavarech. I'm forgetting getting the words that, that we say. The, so that we, we conclude Atta Brachatana on Yantif with the, the discussion about Yantif, and that's why, the, so, so it's dropped different. It's a, and he switches, he switches out that bracha. That's the only thing that's different than what the Kayin Gadol said. So now the Gemara questions this very detailed ex- explanation of when, when they had Hakel. Why is it so, so defined, so detailed, is, is and, and, going, and how do we know the time that actually that Hakel was said? Bishmini Salkadaitoch, when when it says it's when when we say we say that it's gonna be on the eighth, what does the eighth mean? Does the eighth mean on the eighth eighth year? We we, we just explained in the Mishnah that, that it's the eighth year. Maybe it means on the eighth day, on the eighth day of, of, of Sukkis, which is the Shmini on, on Shmini Atzaris. Maybe that's when it was. Amen Bishminis, maybe it was on on the uh, on Shminiatzaris. Bechal Hani Lamali Tsrichi. So why do we need all these? Why do we need all these all these psukim? We need all all of it to eat Kazarachman Mikates. If it would just say at the end, Havamina Nimnu Mehashta, is that we should start counting from exactly the time of it's not necessarily tied to Shemitah, but rather it's time timed that there's gonna be a seven year cycle starting from whenever that they were told this halacha. So it would start it start immediately when they went into Eretz Yisrael, and it would start when Moshe Rabbeinu was telling telling them this halacha at the end of Sefer Dvarim. They're going into Eretz Yisrael. Maybe this should be it should be that it, that's when the seven years starts. And we know that the Shemitah process only started after they conquered Eretz Yisrael. After they, they they divided up Eretz Yisrael, only started fourteen years later. So the so this whole process only only started the, that first fourteen years in Eretz Yisrael. They did not have they did not have Hakel. Because it wasn't it wasn't connected to it wasn't connected to shemitah. It has to be specifically connected to shemitah. We would think that even if it's not there's no shemitah, we would still have we would still have hakel. And the answer is kasherachmona shemitah. It says specifically miket sheva shanim that it's that it's that on sukkis of at the end of shemitah. If kasherachmona shemitah, it would say specifically shemitah. Have a mina besayv shemitah. Maybe it should be literally at the end of Shemitah. The last day of Shemitah is right before right before Shoshana, the final day of, of Shemitah. That's when they should do Hakel Kasarachmana Bimayid. So he says no, it should be on a Yantif. Vikasabim Bimayid, if it would just say on a Yantif, have a mean we would think it should be the Rosh Hashanah. 
it should be on, on the Yantif concluding Shemitah, which is Rosh Hashanah of, of this coming year. It would be the new year, the, the Rosh Hashanah of the eighth year is starting the new cycle. That would be when the pr- appropriate time. So, Kafsa Rahman says very clearly that it should be on Sukkis. Because Rahman have a mina Yantif Akhrain. If it would say Sukkis, maybe it means even the end of the whole Sukkis, and it doesn't mean the, the after the first days. So, Kasser Achmana, but by Kal Yisrael, when everyone's arriving in Eretz Yisrael, and everyone's arriving for for Shal Shregalim, Maschalta Demaid, it's specifically in the beginning of Yantif when everyone arrives in Eretz Yisrael. So, it's very, very detailed, very, very specific of when when Hakel should be, and that's and that it should be the end after the first day of Sukkis, and the Sukkis immediately following Shemitah. And that's when that's when we would have have hakel. Starting mem aleph on beis v'chazan hakneses neitel sefer So he the this is a whole process. It goes from the from the shamish of the shul to the head of the shul in the base of megdash. Then it goes to the to the skan kain gadol. Goes to the kain gadol. Then it goes to the melech. So it goes in many hands get changed in this process of of giving the the sefer over to the king. We see very clearly that there's this concept, is and we ask this question also by the Kain Gadol, is that that even though there's someone greater in the someone greater in the room, the Melech is standing here, and still we're giving honor and respect to the assistant Kain Gadol, to the Kain Gadol himself. Other people are getting honored on the way, and so there's a concept which is contrary to to the typical understanding is that you cannot give other people honor in front of someone that's greater. We have to go immediately to the greatest person and that's the person that should get the honor. You can't start honoring the lower level people. So the Gemara responds, similar answer. We said the same answer when it came to the, came to the Kain Gadol on Yom Kippur. It's the same response as it shows how great the king is because, because we're showing how many tears there are before you get to the Kain Gadol himself. It's all to honor the Kain, it's all honoring the Melech. That's why there's so many, so many hands that gets, that the Sefer gets passed until it reaches the, the king himself. The King stands and he accepts the sefer Torah. and he sit and he reads it while he's sitting. Agrippas Hamalach Amad Agrippas Hamalach. That we explained, he was the grandchild of Hordas. He stood when he accepted the sefer Torah. and he read the sefer Torah while he was standing. So the Gemara, the Gemara says, Aimed Michlal Diyeshev is the fact that we're saying that there is a that he that there was, that they were standing. It sounds like that there's that there were times that even. Agrippas Hamelach sat. Is that there were times so when he when he read the Sefer Torah, then he then he stood. But maybe there were other times that he sat. That's what it's seeming seemingly implying that there were other times. We we know the concept. You're not allowed to sit in the Azara. El Malchi David. So Agrippas Hamelach was not a descendant of David Hamelach. He was not allowed to sit at all. So why does it seem like that? That we're we're saying that he that he stood when he read it. He read the Sefer Torah, but besides for that, he it seems like maybe he sat. So the Gemara says, Only David can sit. That this was this happened the way we explained the, explained the same 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 thing earlier by the Kain Gadol is that this happened in the Ezra's Nashim. And the halacha of sitting in sitting was specifically to the Azara and not to the Ezra's Nashim. So, so technically, 
technically he was allowed to sit in the Ezra Snashem, and the, and the greatness of Agrippas was that he decided to stand, even, even though he would technically be allowed to sit, because it, wasn't, it didn't have the halacha status of the Azara, but he still decided to sit, he still decided to stand, because, by choice, out of respect for the Sefer Torah. So, Hachinam Ezra Snashem, this story happened in the Ezra Snashem. Vishabchu Chachamim, so the fact that he the fact that he stood, it seems like he did the right thing. Even according to the opinion that a that a nasi, a, a a that he's he's a he's in leadership of Klal Yisrael, he's allowed to he's allowed to forgive on his respect. There's no such thing as a, a king that's able to forgive on his respect. So if the respect for a king is to sit, he's not allowed to he's not allowed to to lessen that and, and now not sit. He has to, he has to follow whatever is going to be the greatest respect and what's going to be most respectful for the for the for the king. That he should his fear should be on Klai Yisrael, and therefore he needs to always he needs to act with the greatest respect at all times, and even even if he doesn't, he wants to forgive on it. He still has to follow that that honor, and that he that he he's deserving of. So the Gemara responds, Mitzvashani. That's for for a typical respect. However, for for a mitzvah, if he's he's doing a mitzvah, he's allowed to. When it comes to between him and Hashem, he's allowed to he's allowed to forgive on his. On, even though he would technically be allowed to sit, he's, he's allowed to, de, to determine that he's going to stand when he's doing a mitzvah. He's allowed to have greater respect for Hashem, even though in front of everyone else he was forgiving on his covet, he was allowed to do that when he's doing a mitzvah. When you reach this part of not putting a not putting a ger, the Pasuk says you're not allowed to have a ger as the king, the enemies of Klal Yisrael, and we're referring to that to the Chachamim, are now they were they were seemingly they they took the status of enemies of Klal Yisrael, and they deserved destruction. because they flattered Agrippus, and meaning the real response would have been, yes, you're not deserving to being a king. Why, why did they suddenly say to him, no, don't worry, you're our brother, and they're suddenly, they're, they're appeasing him. They should never have done that. That was flattery, and flattery is aser. It's the same, a similar word, but it, it's not, not referring to the king. Rather, it's the, and the, the, the term got, got coined on, on similar to Agrippus, is that it was a group of, is the greatness the the strength of of flattery is when that when that when that was when when that happened when there's there was suddenly much more flattery nisasfu hadinim then then the judgment got corrupted hamaisim and people's actions became became crooked no, and no longer can someone say to another person, no, no one can give another person musr and say, and, say, and say that you should be correcting your ways because everyone was doing things wrong. Even the, even the Chachamim over here seemed to be doing things wrong and they were, they were, doing, they were acting like a Rishayim. Darish Yehuda Bar Marava V'itim Rabshim Mempazi 
There's a concept that maybe you're allowed to flatter a Russia, someone that's someone that's already evil, someone that's not that's conducting himself wrong, then you're allowed to you're allowed to flatter him. Shenemar Nadiv that there was a that the Pasik says that you're allowed to that you shouldn't call you shouldn't call the disgusting people um, wealthy anymore and you shouldn't call the call, call these low, low people as being being our saviors in this world shari it seems like that this is not in when it comes to the world to come that and when it comes to after Mashiach comes and then people are not gonna are not gonna flatter but it seems like in this world in this current world then there is a concept of that there is flattery to wicked people when when Yaakov was greeting Esav, Yaakov said to Esav, he says, you have an image, you have a face of Hashem. And you look, you look similar to Hashem, you look like an angel, you look like a malach. And he was giving praise, he was giving flattery to Esav. So we see that there's a concept in this world that you're allowed to flatter a rasha. Well, what was the purpose? What was why was Yaakov flattering Esav? It wasn't necessarily a because he was just going out. He was just going out and he wanted to flatter Esav. Rather, it's similar. He invites a person person over to his house and he assumed that the person was his friend. And suddenly, he gets a sense that the person is about to kill him. The taste of this food that I'm, that I'm, that I'm tasting, it's so similar to what I had yesterday when I was sitting at the king's house. And I was, at the, I was at, at, uh, sitting in the palace, and this food is so, such similar flavoring. Amar Yadale Malka Mistafi is it's, so suddenly he he give, he's giving off the impression that he's a guy that hangs out by the king and he's he's familiar with the king and yesterday he was eating he was eating dinner at the king's house and so therefore he's giving over this hint and he's going to realize that that not to kill him so that's what Yaakov was doing he said he says to Esau oh you look like a Malach you look so so similar you look like a, like a messenger of Hashem is Yaakov was sending him telling him saying I'm connected I have I, I have protection up there I'm I, I'm well connected you better not you better not kill me right now any person that has flattery maybe he brings anger to the world. People that are that have flattery in their hearts bring bring anger. Their 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 davening is not heard. Is that is that someone that that these people are not going to be saved because they're they're. They're they're going to have continued yisurim. Rashi says that they're going to have continued yisurim, and there's not going to be any way out of it. Their tefillah is not going to be heard. There's no no there's no hope for 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 these people because there's no there's no way out. Usually the the out that a person has is through davening, and this person doesn't have davening because they're they're flattering other people. So now the, the Gemara mentions the simon. There's going to be some some the next ne, next few lines are going to be discussion about different different things that happen when when flattery when people have flattery. Even even children in the mother's womb 
the uh, in utero are are cursing a person that has that is that that does flattery that that speaks flattery shenamar aimer tzadik ata is someone that says to a wicked person you're great you're righteous yikavu amim then the nations the nations curse him yizamuhu leumim and he's yelled at by leumim Vein koyv elakola, and the koyv is that is he's being cursed. Shenamar leikabe kale, and the way we we just said this in in parshas in parshas Balak is that leikabe kale is that that Hashem doesn't Hashem's not cursing. Vein laoim elo ubrins. We said and the pasuk says pasuk concludes yizamu leumim is laoim is 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 children is in in utero. Shenamar loim loim yamatz is the same the pasuk pasuk that that says says by Rivka she was carrying twins and loim loim yamatz is coming from the womb is going to be is going to be strength. Va'amar b'lazer kol adam sheish be chanufa nefel be gehenim. Anyone that has flattery falls into gehenim. Shenamar ha'imrim l'rasha l'ratay. Someone that says to wicked that it's good u'latay v'ra and he changes and he says says what what is good is bad. Maxiv Achrov Lachain Kaachol Kash Lashain Aish is that he's going to that he's going to be like straw in front of in front of the fire, Vikshash Lahava Yirpa, and he's going to be be consumed by the by by the by the Lahava by the by the by the the flaming fire. It was gonna is gonna be he's gonna fall in Gehenim. Bamar Blazer Kalamachna Fahavera Saif Nefal Biade, someone that flatters another person, you end up falling to that person. And you end up falling and 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 lowering, becoming lower in front of that person. And if you don't end up falling to that person specifically, then you find you fall to his children. And if you don't fall to his children, you goes even to a lower level. You fall to the grandchild. Is that Yirmiyo said to Chananya, Amen Ken Yasa Hashem. And Yakum Hashem is Dvaracha, Hashem is going to keep your words. Vayihihu Bishar Binyanim Binyamin Visham Bal Pakidis Visham Yiriya Ben Shalamya Ben Khananya. So he ended up Vayispais as Yirmiyo. So Yirmiyo flattered flattered Khananya and and he ended Yirmiyo himself.